something that I came across when I was researching on worship and warfare is by someone called Terry Davis. Worship and warfare is not only biblical but are necessary. Worship always went ahead of the army not separate from it. You got to understand that. Remember Jehoshaphat. Okay? Worship went ahead of the army not separate from it. And actually even in the armies there's a lot of singing that goes on. Of course sometimes it is called a war cry. But why do they sing? Because singing scares the enemy. Praise the Lord. One way to fight and to defeat the enemy is to worship. And there is nothing that scares the devil as worship. And you know why as I read through this. Worship was an important part of the army of God. When we worship and dance, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. When we do what? We worship and dance. The Lord inhabits the praises of his people. Don't we want the Lord to inhabit our praises tonight? We want him to come. Then what we need to give him is worship and dance and praises, then he will inhabit. This is an act of humility on our part, saying we cannot fight the battle, but Lord, you can. Amen? It is a total surrender. Do you know why the enemy hates worship? Do you know why the devil hates worship? Yes. Why? He was ah, beautiful. This girl is very smart. <laughs> because Satan himself was God's worship leader. Lucifer was God's worship leader. So that's why he hates worship. Because someone, when you do it, you are reminding him of the position that he lost. So he doesn't want anybody to worship. He doesn't any, want anybody to lead worship. Because when you do that, you make him feel jealousy. The whole reason for this, for his existence, was to worship God. If you read Ezekiel 28, verse 13 to 15, says, You are in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was covering the sardius, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sarvel, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your tibrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. As a devil, he was wired with instrument, he was wired with music. You were the anointed cherub who covers, who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. That's how the devil lost it. Because he backslid. He was the first person to backslide. So don't think that you that you are the first one if you are a backslider. The devil also did backslide. But you should not be emulating the devil. 
This is why there is warfare in worship. Because the devil was the worship leader. We are taking his place. Praise the Lord. Tonight, we want to worship. We want to replicate what was lost. Amen? Until the heavens stands on your behalf. I was reading another book by Rick Joyner. And was giving an example, narrating his encounter with God or with Jesus in heaven. And he talked about worship. And he said, when the people on earth worship, the Father would rise up and he would start growing. Praise the Lord. Just worship coming from the earth. And was saying, it's coming from people who look defeated. They have issues. They have struggles. They have pain. But they take time to worship him. He responds to that. Amen? He responds. And tonight I want to assure you that the Father will respond to worship when it comes from your heart. Remember, I've always told you there's one time some years back we were worshiping here on a Sunday service. And I looked at the congregation and I looked the way people had given themselves. The way Dolly's would dance and Isaac and I said, oh my God. All this effort does the Lord see? Does the Lord recognize? And I had a small voice in my heart say, yes, I do. And he said, everything that is given by man from his heart, and this is worship, he said, I receive. Why? God says, because the only investment that he has Honor this man. And whenever you give him worship, whenever you give him praise, it is like when someone invests in an enterprise or in a business, and at the end of the year, he gets some dividends. So when we give God worship, it's like he's receiving dividends from us, and he rejoices over that. I want to assure you, you can go to the mountain and pray for seven days. Yeah? I'm not trying to say that prayer is not important. It is very important. But there is something else that is more important than prayer. And that is worship. One hour of worship. Serious worship can bring down all the answers that you have been waiting for. Because it makes the Father rise up. Amen? And think about it. When you please your daddy, or your child pleases you, what you do, whatever they need, that's the time you say, yes, yes, yes. Tonight, we want the Father to say, yes, 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 because there is worship. Now I own Batavadari. Leonie, it's worship plus warfare. Doris, worship plus warfare. 
Music was key in heaven. You can hear the devil was wired with, you know, with instruments. Please, let that drum tonight be heard in heaven. Amen? What I mean is, let your heart be in that drum. Praise the Lord. You are doing it not for us. You are doing it not to entertain us. You are doing it for him. Please, play this guitar like you've never played it before. Until the heavens opens on your behalf. If you are taken up, don't worry. You'll join Enoch. Hallelujah. Amen? Praise the Lord. This keyboard tonight, let it release that sound that it has never released. Please play it for the Lord. Amen? And Anthony, please tonight jump until those shoes start coming out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And you that came, you will not need that sweater and that kabuti that you are wearing. Be ready to throw it away. Are we ready for that? Are we ready tonight? Are we ready to worship God? Are we ready to dance for Jesus? And please, don't care about your neighbor. If you feel like you want to run, run. If you feel like you want to shout, shout. If you feel like you want to dance, dance. Tonight, let us dance and dance and dance for Jesus. Hallelujah. Can we start? Numbers chapter 10. I thank God first of all that he has gone ahead of us. He has gone ahead of me, ahead of you, ahead of the leadership of this church. I thought, personally, I thought it would be difficult to pull off tonight. But I feel like I'm running with ten horses and losing the strings on the way. Numbers chapter 10. Very fast. Numbers chapter 10, the Lord is instructing Israel about trumpets and signals and sounds. Allow me to read very fast. I'm using the, the modern English version. Just, just follow the one on the screen. It's still fine. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Make for yourselves two silver trumpets of a hammered work. You will make them. And you will use them for summoning of the assembly and directing the breaking up of the camps. Verse 3, when they blow both of them, all the assembly will assemble themselves to you at the door of the temple of meeting. Verse 4, if they blow one, then the leaders who are heads of thousands of Israel will gather themselves to you. When you blow an alarm, then the camps that lie on the east will set out. When you blow an alarm the second time, then the camps that lie on the south will set out. They will blow an alarm. They will blow an alarm for their setting out. When the assembly is to be gathered together, you will blow, but you will not sound an alarm. Verse 8. The sons of Aaron, the priests, will blow the trumpets and they will be to you an ordinance forever throughout your generations. If you go to war, 
in your land against the enemy that oppresses you. Then you will blow an alarm with trumpets and you will be remembered before the Lord your God and you will be saved from your enemies. I'll read that again. If you go to war in your land against your enemy that oppresses you, then you will blow an alarm with trumpets and you will be remembered before the Lord your God and you will be saved from your enemies. Also, in the day of your gladness and at the appointed days and in the beginnings of your months, you shall blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings, over your sacrifices of peace offering that you may be, that they may be a, memo- a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. The Lord is giving them an instruction to blow the trumpet as a signal for something. Our theme tonight is what? The hallelujah battle cry. Most battle cries should be the sound of an alarm, the sound of a siren, the sound of anything else but hallelujah. But our instruction tonight is that just as Israel had trumpets to signal different movements in the camp, you do not realize that there is a trumpet you have that you're not utilizing. And I'd like us to utilize it tonight. Suffice it to say, we've already started. But imagine if you do it with better understanding. When the enemy comes in like a flood, we like to say, the Lord will raise up a standard. But there is a part that you play There is a part that you play. There's a part of praise. Praise is an alarm that you have been given that cannot be silenced by anything. Paul and Silas in chains could still sing praise. We often sing praise for things that he has done, like Miriam. Miriam and the women in in Exodus 15-20. Miriam and the women, after they had crossed, they began to sing. We have learned to utilize it for post. But what about if we use it before? We give thanks for things. I thank the Lord for he gave me this. We give testimonies with an understanding that the Lord has done this for me. I have a testimony. I once took time to study the different types of praise. And I realized that there is a praise that you can give for what he is yet to do. There is a praise of lifting hands for what he is yet to do. In Hebrew, I think it's called todah. I'm not sure if I pronounced it well. Who cares? You understand? In your home, this week, this month, I... My family has been through its own version. But I realized that the more we lifted praise, the more I just played music in the house, the atmosphere shifted. The things I want to move don't look like they've moved, but my attitude has changed. My approach has changed. My strength has changed. And I want us to share that tonight in the assembly of the sons of God.
that when the battle begins to rage, you're not crying out, Lord, where are you? You're saying, you are the most high God. There is none like you. You're saying you are good and your mercy endures forever. When you should be crying, I lost it yesterday. You should be saying, Ebenezer, how far you've brought me, God. I will sing, even in my darkest hour. That is the hallelujah battle cry. Because it takes you away from the front line and sets him before you. Then he becomes a flood. Then he becomes a standard. When they cried out to the Lord, he heard them. Verse 9 talks about having an enemy oppressing you in your land. Can we look at it again? If you go to war in your land, why is the war in your land? It's in your land. Meaning this is territory you've already taken. But you seem to be losing ground. There is a trumpet in you that you can sound and the one who gave you that land will restore it back to you. So that when I cry out, Hallelujah! I'm not crazy. I'm calling on the most powerful being in the universe. I'm minimizing what I know to be strength. I look crazy going round Jericho. If you, if you look at the story of, jo- of Joshua, in Joshua chapter 6, it is the mighty men that are going round Jericho. The ones who are able to do the fight are the ones going around Jericho. The ones who probably have a battle axe to knock down that wall are the ones doing the stupid thing. They're the ones doing the stupid thing. He's not saying you don't have strength. He's saying let's take that strength, minimize it, and cry hallelujah. And watch what I'll do. Tonight as we worship, tonight as we sing, I want you to channel your mind as a battle cry. Saying, Lord, this thing, This is the war in my camp. And I'm sounding the trumpet. I'm sounding the trumpet for you to come. I'm sounding the trumpet for you to change the atmosphere in this ministry. That's my cry. I'm sounding the trumpet for you to change the atmosphere in my finances. That when I go to the ATM, put that ATM in there and then it goes... Insufficient funds. Hallelujah! I mean, it's crazy enough you don't have money. Let's top it up with a hallelujah. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? 
your situation is crazy enough, top it up with a hallelujah. Let this be your battle cry. You say, I'm going to war, but how am I going to war? With praise. How am I going to war? With worship. How am I going to war? Not calculating what I have, who I know. But I come before the King of Kings and say, you are worthy. You are worthy to take on this battle, Lord. You are worthy to receive the glory that will come out of this battle. And so I give it to you. I will honor you by giving you my battle as a platform for your glory. I will sing, I will jump in my private closet to sound the alarm on my day. I start in the morning, I don't know what's ahead. I don't know what I'm going to feed my family. But hallelujah. For he knows the plans he has for me. Plans to prosper me, not to harm me. So hallelujah. I don't have an answer for my boss. But hallelujah. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And everything in the earth responds to Him. Hallelujah. So we must praise Him. Praise Him in an African way. So we must praise Him. Praise Him in an African way. African way is your way. Yes. My way could be this one. Your way could be this one. Yes. So you must praise him. Praise him in an African way. is really trembling and the enemies of this ministry are beginning to shake and they are wondering when will they stop so that we can regain our posture I want to tell us brief things so that we can get context of what is going on as we as we get to the climax one time a man of God was delivering a woman and a demon flew and said, no, this one can never be delivered. And the man of God asked, why? Because her grandmother sang for me and she danced for me and she raised an altar to me for our entire generation. And the demon vowed, that this woman will never stop drinking and clubbing the rest of her life. I'm planning to meet her next week so that she can go undergo another deliverance. 
Do you know what you people are doing tonight? And we are going to do it again till we reach that climax. You are raising an altar. And the Holy Ghost will say after you are gone, This child cannot be lost. The mother danced for me. The mother worshipped me. The mother shouted for me. This child cannot be lost. This grandchild cannot be lost. And Michael, the wife of David, comes to David and mocks him in the atmosphere of praise. And heaven said, no child will come through this womb. How dangerous it is to be in an atmosphere of praise. And your enemy comes to point at you and heaven says, this one must die. The wombs of your enemies will shut tonight. As we raise a new altar of praise. And pastor, the son of David later on is about to die. And he reminds God, one thing, who will worship you? And God said, like your father worshipped me, I give you 15 more years. Michael never saw her children. David saw his children. And one of them even survived a death experience. Because an altar of worship and praise was speaking to the heavens. All he needed to do was touch it and step back. The Holy Ghost is going to fall in this place. And a new altar is going to rise up in your life. And this altar, I guarantee you, if you worship the Lord with all of your heart, this is what will happen. Generations will come after you and the altar will still be speaking. After this atmosphere, after this moment, after this experience, we are going to walk out of this door and say, Lord, my children have to be different. Because I am the man, I am the woman who worships you in spirit and in truth. We have prayed for our children enough people. We have prayed for our businesses enough. Now it is time for altar to speak to altar. It is time for altar to speak to altar. Just before Jesus went to Calvary, Matthew 26, 30, the Bible says, And they sang a hymn. And when they departed, Calvary was now unstoppable. Hear what the Holy Spirit is saying again, church. We are raising an altar that will speak a language prayer cannot speak. We are raising an altar that will stop death. We are raising an altar. How beautiful it is for your child to be told by the angels, you have to walk in the ways of God because mommy praised God. Daddy praised God. Mommy danced for God. Daddy danced for God. Mama Florence, between Michael, the wife of David, and David, who committed adultery? David. But David walked away with it. There are sins you commit and you find grace has come so quickly. Why? Because the economy of heaven still depends on you. 
Again, between Saul, the king of Israel, and David, who had more weaknesses, it was David. But the man with perpetual covenant was still David. One answer. Heartfelt praise. Heartfelt worship. We are going to raise an altar. But we will not say, Lord, altar, altar. No, we will just raise an altar and say, Lord, this is for my generation. Lord, this is for my children. This is for my grandchildren when I'm gone. This must be speaking while I can no longer speak. David has gone to the grave. He can no longer pray for Ezekiah. But the altar he raised for God. The altar he raised for God. That altar. Ezekiah just told God, who will do what daddy used to do? And death was stopped. There is a confidence I want, especially you parents and future parents like me, there is a confidence I want us to have after tonight that the children of other men can have whatever they want to have. Our children have a covenant and an altar. Claiming them though they do not know it. Speaking over them though they do not know it. How dangerous is a man who praises God? How dangerous is a worshiper? Last example before we go into the practicals. We met a woman a while back. Very broken woman. Very twisted. Very wicked. She had all weaknesses you can count in a Christian. And the prophet cried out and asked her, Hey, what did you ever do to God to favor you this way? Because I see so much favor on you. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the prophet. The prophet saw this woman, though she had all these weaknesses, from the bottom of her heart, she was a worshiper. And the man of God looked at her and said, The Lord is saying you are a worshiper. No wonder. Heaven is so much on you with favor and with goodness. weaknesses tonight we will not pray about. We live to worship. We live to praise. There are weaknesses we see in our children we will not even pray about. We will live to praise. We will live to worship. And despite of all these weaknesses the Holy Ghost will cry you are a worshiper. And when they had lifted the golden calf and worshipped it people died. But tonight we are lifting the golden son of God. And life is coming in our camp. I'm waiting on the Lord to guide us on how to raise this altar. Once it is raised, we can only maintain it. And people of God, do not rush to meet your enemy before you have praised God. To praise God is to arm yourself with the greatest weapon that can ever bewilder my man. And some of you, the Lord is saying, yes, you sing in church, but you have never busted. You have never busted. You have never busted the alabaster box. You have never busted out. The Bible says, and what this woman has done will always be remembered. 
for generation. Tonight we are doing something generation must remember. Amen. I love you, Lord. Let me pick wisdom now. We do it. And heaven will say, it was done. Are you people going to cooperate? Are you going to raise that altar? Are you going to dance till you feel, yes, today the altar is speaking? I thank you, Holy Spirit. Quietly just mumble some few times. I thank you, Holy Spirit. An altar must come under your feet. An altar must come under your feet. You must begin to feel it. <laughs> you must begin to feel it. Come on, leave your seat, somebody. Leave your seat. Leave your seat. Leave your seat. Leave your seat. Let it be remembered after tonight that this one praised God. This one danced for Jesus. This one danced for Jesus. This one danced for Jesus. This one made a mark for Jesus. Keep mumbling in tongues as we pick place.